Have you heard, this isn't really gonna be, the dominant theme of this talk won't be recovery, but that's where and I that's come. okay. Yeah, no, he, he just felt that I might get a little something out of this. And I asked yeah. him what it was and he wanted me to come up with my own opinion. So Great. How are you? here I am. There you are. There are recovery oriented meetings on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. Oh, good. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So Thank this you. meeting is uh, loosely on the topic of what they call non-duality. Yes. Which and is, I asked him about that and he said, you go look and listen. And so here I am. That was probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you again. Yes. Yeah. We have some uh, guest, guest uh, appearance today. That's good. Celebrity, <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, there's Donna. I, I haven't seen Donna in a while. How are you, Donna? I just came to say hi to you. I miss you so much. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, gosh. Someday I'll get out to California. Yeah, well, we go back east also. Oh, yeah. We go, we go back east in uh, the late spring. I'll oh. be back in New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out, see if I can. It's a while. Go to Zen Bitch Slap. There'll be a, an announcement. Okay. Yeah, it's nice um, to see you. You got your hair cut and everything? Yeah, I'm growing it out. Short wasn't my thing. You're not growing it out, obviously. I am. <laughs> this is about two inches longer than it was. <laughs> You're just not cutting it. <laughs> That's correct. You're right. Yes. I'm not cutting it. <laughs> How the language does it? That's correct. Pulling it out. Yeah. yeah. Sounds nonchalant. It's innocent in a way, but yeah. it has a job. It keeps reinforcing that we have something to do with a lot of shit we have nothing to do with. One of the obvious ones is growing hair. Yeah. I don't go to growing hair classes, do I? <laughs> All I have to do is we refrain, except for the people from the Temple of Lost Hairs. If you have hair, <laughs> All you got to do is not cut it. If you don't have hair, I have great pity for you, really. But that's the temple of lost hairs. But yeah, you know, it's just a funny thing with language. But if you watch it, obviously, because we have a quality of hearing, and then that quality can be seen as listening. And what we listen to matters, in a sense, because of our unbelievable ability to give everything all the meaning it has yeah from the course so if we're hearing uh all this uh, implied responsibility or assumed uh precedent like i'm before everything and i'm either doing it or being done to by it and stuff like that if that's in place uh it's not hard for that rock to roll it just keeps rolling downhill and you keep supporting it without knowing and so like in the uh, in a in a dualistic experience which what this message is about is negating the reality of the dualistic experience yeah in other words yes there's light but the light has gone through a lens which is us and now we're seeing light as 
differentiated light and it has a dualistic nature, which is sometimes what you're doing is having the opposite effect of what you are hoping it was going to do. Yeah, and this is a trick when it comes to this message because if something is, is not seen and yet it's listened to, but not seen, then in a way, that firm and faith in this something else, your head is made to be you, which is this idea of a, a noun or the doer, thing or the feeler. Yes, the center of the uh, universe in a way. Yeah, so firm and faith in that, yes, is the act of denial of what we are. Now, if you stop someone today and go, are you in the act of denying what you are? Probably not unless you're been pulled over by the cops or something, and then you have some false aliens, which I've had before. So you would be denying what you are. But, uh, but in this case, there's an activity, the head's in an activity. You're either being, you are either aware of it or not aware of it. There's awareness period, but you cannot be aware of this activity. And this is what became the most important part of the hearing of non-duality was the warnings of what happens when I hear non-duality. Yeah. And, and in my uh, journey in time here, it became the most important thing and I never moved from there. Yeah, something, whatever was informing me of stuff informed me, if you don't see this, you're looking from. Yeah, if you don't see this activity of the head, you're gonna be starting life from that looking point. Yeah, and there's a whole lot before it and you're gonna be unaware of it and you're gonna think that before it is a goal you're gonna get to after like transcendence or fucking authentic reality emerging in something you're already those dreams are becoming you already are that yeah but see when this when this takes puts you in a position of time and space the great before is not noticed and so the before becomes a goal you want to arrive at after and all you can do is make conceptual ideas because there's a sense of something and so the head just conceptualizes it and now you're seeking you're using what you're seeking for to seek for it, yeah? And it's going to be found, not now, without any effort of thought, but later with through a lot of effort and thought, yeah? It's incredible, isn't it? So your being becomes something that you're going to have to become, and that becoming can be a big fucking chore. Because a lot of times when you're feeling like you're getting close to the point of becoming, merging into being, you fail the test. And then you go, you get your peg gets put back about 30 squares and then it's working again. I feel it. It's so close. I'm going to be, be, no. And then you do something or don't do something. And basically the fallacy of arriving at where you already are is always disguised because you never arrived there. Yeah. You keep thinking you arrive, but there's an up oh, next day on. And so the thing keeps getting pushed ahead. You don't understand is it's like, it always seems to be arm length because you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can't ever close the gap because it's like this. So, so 
this idea, uh, if you hear it, that you're never going to get it, it's very disarming. Yeah. And a lot of false responsibility gets lifted on this poor thing. It's like, this is like a half ton pickup that's like four tons have been put on it. It's not, it can't do it. Yeah, it's it's outmatched, it's over its pay scale. And then for, but it believes it should do it, it could do it, it, it's gotta do it. And it's just a lot of whipping, you know, a lot of whipping and you can't move it basically. You can't uh, get out of what you're not in. So hopefully this message brings you to a futility, a futility. That's the hallelujah, really. To, and to tend to, to go to the limits of understanding, you're not going to understand it. It's not a commerce. You're going to get it, maybe lose it, and then get it again. You're not getting it, nor are you losing it. Yeah? Yes? There's no, it's like the gateless gate. So is there, is it a gate if it's gateless? Obviously no. Yeah. Open secret. Is any secret still a secret when it's open? No. Secret means it's special and it's kept to, you know? So an open secret means there's no secret in it. A gateless gate means there's no gate. So if there's no gate, there's no tobu, no tobu, no toll taker, no this, no that, no this, fast track, none of this shit. Yeah, it's just, it's just, the whole thing doesn't just, from this misunderstanding, which happens here, one tiny misunderstanding it's like a crevice in the cement and something can grow out of it. If the right seeds have been there, waiting its time, a little crevice, a little crack, it doesn't even have to, it can make a crack. And then that thing's gonna bud right out of that cement, yeah? So it's just these little seeds of misunderstanding grow in time and space, they can. So that which we are becomes a goal which where we want to arrive at. The we that we're not. You see it? And so they throw us a simple uh, warning, just like in recovery. And this was a well-earned one. People in recovery, after attempting to follow the program, realized some profound freaking thing. And it got filtered into the communities. It doesn't come out of the book. It wasn't an edict or a Ten Commandment thing. But it was an observation of all these people who were getting relief from alcoholism. And that observation was self can't get out of self. So the underlying addiction is to self. It wasn't drugs or alcohol. And that addiction is an act of being identified as self. So when that act of being identified as self is going on, you're not aware of it mostly. Almost everyone isn't. And then you get an objectified self that you want to escape from, but as self, you see? So now you have a history of what has defeated you. I went to jail, I got run over, and every time I got in trouble, I was drinking. Not every time, I didn't get in trouble every time I drank, but every time I got in trouble, I was drinking, yes? So you're starting to see something, so now they give it a name self, so all right, I know the... I've got the policeman did the composite drawing. I recognize it. I'm at the post office. There it is. That's what defeated me, the self. Yes. Yet I'm seeing it. I'm thinking about it. I wanted to get out of it as it. Yeah. I'm just another mirror image of it, which is duality. Yes. So there's the objective bad side. And now there's the subjective thing going, well, no, that was very bad. 
Yes, and we've got to get out of it or fucking put it away or do something. Yeah, so I can get on with the real act living here, but it's self. Self can't get out of self. Beautiful recognition. Same thing hundreds and hundreds of years ago. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Same thing. Basically, same statement. It's describing the same uh, situation. Yeah. You're taking yourself to be something that you're not. Yeah. And then you're taking to want to get out of something that you're not. And you try to get out of what you're not as what you're not. Yeah. So you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha because you're the Buddha. That's all. It's a simple thing. Can't use mind to seek mind. It's not 800 pages of seminars. It's because you're mind, big M mind. Yeah. Can't use light to seek light because you're light. That's simple. Yeah. Not a big, oh, set off tons of debate. It's not a debate. It's a simple proclamation with an invitation. Hey. And why would anyone ever talk about you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha unless we're the Buddha? It wouldn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Really, why would you want to ruin somebody who's recognized the plight of, of itself and in this life and got some recognition that why nothing is satisfying because it's temporary, everything is empty, nothing, everything comes and goes. Why do you want to ruin that parade by saying, hey, you can't use Steve to practice Buddhism to get the attributes of the Buddha? Yeah, makes total sense for Steve to do that. But Steve's the Buddha. Yeah, Steve's the Buddha. So if Steve's the Buddha, the being Steve using Buddhism may be actually obscuring the fact of being the Buddha, not reinforcing that fact of being the Buddha. The practices are reinforcing the non-fact of being Steve, unbeknownst to Steve. So Steve is digging a hole to get out of Steve as Steve. Yeah. yeah. This is the assumption of non-duality. You like it or not, it's pretty much it. It says the great godfather of non-duality put it exactly this way. Hey, the greatest mystery being ourselves reality. You hear that? It didn't say the greatest mystery being ourselves Paul, John, Chrissy, Alam. Yes, Johnny. No, the big, yes, the biggest, miss, the greatest mystery being ourselves reality. Not Paul, not Al, not Chris, but reality. So the greatest mystery is based on being ourselves reality, reality, wanting to attain reality. And he says, someday this is going to land on you. And when that day happens, you're going to laugh your balls off. I'm changing, paraphrasing. And he says, why not? How about right now? So, and this is what happens. Laugh, laughter comes with the frustration. Usually you would think anger would. And that would be when it's the idea of self getting frustrated, not getting what it wants. But when you realize there can't be a getting of what you already are, that frustration create just produces an incredible hallelujah. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. And now the weight of having to be liberated, you're relieved of that need to be liberated. Yeah, because you are what you're looking for. You just got it on a dog shit level. Yeah. 
It isn't like you are what you're looking for when you get a little bit better or you get, no, it's you are what you're looking for right now without any conditions or circumstances or resumes. Yeah, none of that's valid, only unless you believe it. If you believe, like if someone calls me up, I had someone call me, I think yesterday. If you have a need to do something, you better do it because you're, you're reality. Really. So if reality thinks thinks it needs really needs to do something, who am I to argue? Yeah. But if I'm sitting here and I don't have a need to do anything, I don't do anything. To me, it's the appropriate response. How I heard this message, the appropriate response I've been following for 20-something years, I don't do shit concerning whatever. <laughs> I don't. I haven't read a spiritual book. I can't do shit. I lost interest in it all. Fantastic. Where is that interest going? I have no idea. I don't follow it, but I know something's enriching my day. Yeah. Hold on a second. What? No, no. Meditated. I feel meditated. I don't feel like that meditates. I don't know. But I feel meditated. I feel the I am is I aming. That's the greatest chant of all. Yeah. And you don't have to the greatest chanter in the world couldn't keep up with the I am. You just can't, you, you would forget or go somewhere. The I am is unforgettable. You're on constantly, right? Do I, I'm gonna take a few minutes to feel on. You're on, why? Just every second you're on. There's these, the head always wants to think it has an option. There's no option in being what you are. You're, you have no option in this, it's not like, I can do anything to change it, or I can do anything to make it better. You can seem like you're doing a lot of shit, but when push comes to shove, you came in unknown and you're gonna leave unknown. You know, it's gonna be like nothing ever happened here. Yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the greatest surfers are gonna, you know, be wearing board shorts in heaven. You know, it's all this shit's forgotten. There's nothing like, you know, yeah. I had such a great time in time. I don't know. I don't think that's going to be entertained in timelessness. I don't. I've died a lot. I've died medically a few times. And I don't remember uh, really wishing to come back. And I don't see anyone I used to see here that's left. So I don't think it's a huge vacation spot in the universe. I don't recognize anybody. Everyone, all the people I know died. I've never seen them again. Sort of tells me something. It's a great space. Great space. I think I want to come back. I don't see any of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you need to meditate, meditate. Yeah. If you see that you're being meditated, that's another form of meditation. That's meditation without a meditator, that's all. And it's better to start without the meditator than to try to get out of being the meditator. Because the meditator, once you get introduced to an idea of meditation, the head has gotten introduced to that idea of meditation. And every moment, every time you prepare your moment of meditation, it's already prepared to, be call, to call itself the meditator. Yeah, before you hit the cushion, it already has you as the meditator and the meditator, the noun is going to eclipse whatever you do as the verb. Yeah. You're not going to, I do not believe you can meditate yourself out of the meditator. I don't, I do not believe you can think yourself out of the thinker, do yourself out of the doer, 
feel yourself out out of the feeling. I just don't see it. You know, meditation doesn't work like that, right? Well, it's about letting you. You've done it, so you know what it's like. I mean, it doesn't. It's not the end, but you do settle. I mean, you don't grab. Well, you don't meditation. settle. You don't settle. It settles. The action it settles. figure settles. It settles. Yeah. Right. It settles. Yes. And, and, that, and that can become closer to a habit. So it's useful while it's useful. I don't I don't do a lot of formal meditation anymore, but I certainly don't eschew the fact that I've done thousands of hours of it. I think it helped my brain a lot. Of course. But the thing is, if you are settled with everything being unsettled. Yeah. Right. So you're not looking for a relief from the unsettled. You you're settled whilst the unsettled is appearing. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's exactly. here. So <laughs> if I have, if my blood pressure goes up, meditation is good for the action figure. It is. I don't call it that. I lay down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. But I'm talking about whatever you do, there's a claiming of it, no uh -huh. matter what it is, by the mental activity. I get that. And if you don't see it, it's going to get down to its business right. and it's going to affect what's going on. And what you're thinking may be going on will not be what's going on. Yes. So the whole point is it's meditating, not meditating. I don't care. It's the idea of you being the one who's doing it or you not doing it, yeah? So you can have a sense of being the one not doing it as much as doing it, yeah? But it's easier to let go of the sense of not doing it because you're not doing it. Where it can be a little more difficult when you're doing it to give up the idea of being the doer, yeah. seriously. Yeah. So in a way, just like people have triggers that get you to get loaded or something like that. Yeah, they trigger something and then you find yourself doing something. Uh, certain things trigger it a whole lot more than not doing anything. So if you're not doing anything, nothing gets fucking triggered. Yeah. And then you there's an acceptance of being unsettled because it's not you that's unsettled. To me, what gets unsettled is the condition of the action figure and the brain and shit like that. And then it gives meaning to the unsettled to mean I'm disconnected. And then it's driven to try to get connected again. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't. So what used to trigger me to do certain shit doesn't trigger me anymore. And therefore I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. When you were a kid, were you wanting to meditate? No, you were in meditation. It's when the head grew and you started feeling uncomfortable quite a lot in your own skin. Then we look for ways to get relief from that. So there's certain ways, a lot of ways, and certain some of them work for people better than others. And then, but when you start seeing that you're not of the unsettled, yes, you are not of the unsettled. It's not you. There's a loss of interest in that. And so the things, the interest that would trigger actions doesn't trigger that action anymore. It, it just doesn't, I don't reach for the fire alarm like I used to, because I don't see, I don't see the houses on fire, or at least I don't see it's my house and I'm not in the fire. Yeah. So there's no fire alarm goes off. And so I don't do anything. Yeah. And I'm sure I get completely unsettled 
I mean, both knees were screaming yesterday, which was unsettling. But did I need to, I don't, I don't try to calm down. I spray magnesium on the knees. You know what I mean? It's the knees that need help. I don't need help. I spray shit on the knees and it takes away the pain and then I'm, I'm fucking works better. I don't, I don't try to drink magnesium. I don't, it's not me. Yeah, this is the beauty of it. So yes, I don't have any problem with meditation, but if meditation is very meaningful to you, then the adhesion that that's going to lead to the bonding of self is going to be stronger. That's all. Because I I thought when I meditated, could you uh, not go on the phone doing satsang? Thank you. Yeah. When I when I had a thought or an idea of meditation, I thought it was much more important than doing the dishes, for sure, and a lot of things. And I noticed when my head gives an importance to something, it likes that surface to adhere to. So the idea of become the spiritual identity grew quickly, yeah, over the husk of the addictive identity. Yeah, it's like it was like barathane sprayed on a lot. But I mean, I got into an idea of thinking I was a meditator or uh, this or that, which was sort of like a, a noose that's hanging you, but it's looser. You don't have the, which I like to know I'm getting hound. I like it's better. Like if you're a real, if you're an addict now, Paul, someone's going to intervene on your ass sooner or later. Your family, the police get run over. The loose knot, the loose noose is, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So meditation, if you feel like it's great, great. I feel more. Don't you feel meditated? Don't you? Don't you? You're sitting here. You're not seeing, but they're seeing. You're not hearing, but there's hearing. You're not existing, but there's existing. Yeah. Not like I want, I want to know existence. I want to be the one who's hearing, you know? To me, it's uh, very disarming. And uh, did you ever notice when you used to meditate, once you got into a good groove, you'd want to get up or you forgot the laundry or the stove was on or shit like that? You were willing to sit for 13 hours, but if you ever went into the light, you, you fucking flipped out immediately. But as you were still, it'd be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel non-duality brings you to that point where you wanted to arrive to. I think you are that point. Yeah. So it doesn't take much to get there because you never left. And it's just losing belief in all this stuff the head tells us, you know, like I am independent, separate, having private thoughts, and I am disconnected. But you're not. And then when you're connected, that connected is used to reinforce the disconnected. So just like if you take a four times a day, take 10 minutes, four times a day to sense the presence, what is your head saying is happening the other 23 hours and 20 minutes? It's saying you're not present. So 
All right. I'm basically reinforcing that I'm not present when I sit for 10 minutes, four times a day to feel the presence. What are you doing the rest of the time? Not feeling the presence. Do you see it? See how the head uses something that looks innocent, but it uses it to reinforce something else. This is duality. Yeah. So. So meditating, no meditating. It only matters to the meditator, literally. So if you're a meditator, what happens if you don't meditate? I remember when I became a meditator, and if I miss my early my morning meditation, I try to make it up at lunch because I believe my day was going to be bad because I hadn't meditated. Is that peace? That sounds like a transaction. That which is playing God, now I have to meditate to keep it off my back. If I blew it in the morning, I got to go home at lunch, get the candles on fast, the incense, got to go to work. Okay, and then it sort of sounded like uh, something was playing God, yes? Yeah. How do you recognize that which is playing God? It's playing God. What we're talking about is something being, not playing. Being inherently always there at all times with no requirement necessary playing god wow a lot of fucking requirements <laughs> a lot of deals a lot of conditions a lot of tests failed just to have more tests to follow yes it doesn't it feels like it feels like like the action figures is god playing the, the action figures it feels all like ultimately like it's all play it is play. It's like, it's, when yes, there's it's, no me in the center, you know, mm -hmm. the center, because when there's no center, it just, it feels playful. Well, then it should, again, but see, because it's a feeling, it's not always going to feel playful. Even if it's a statement, everything is playful. As a feeling here in this dreaming, it's not always going to feel playful, Who does it? Who faces the shadow? That's duality right there, shadow and light. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sensitive about spiritual bypass. Uh, I don't think there's ever going to, for me, for, this is very personal, but it feels like there's. Uh, there's like a couple of shoes that need to drop. The first is disidentifying from the person, but there's no liberation until the person has the psychological person has been resolved. And that's it. There's so there's the first shoe. I'm not the person, but there's still that cycle of those addictions and those shadow work before there's liberation. That's my uh, mm. uh yeah. Uh, you can't bypass the psychological bottom line complex of the action figure and go straight to non-duality. Maybe some people can. It hasn't been, maybe it's your experience, but that hasn't been. Yes. All right. Well, you said something, I would say equivalent to that on Tuesday. I mean, you talked about how people use use non-dualism to bypass. Yeah. Not people, but, but, but that's not yeah. just that's not all non-dualism. That's when you use non-dualism or the attempt at non-dualism to bypass when you need 
you know, and you mentioned 12 step work. So it's not that you don't rec recognize something like that could happen. I, it's not as no formal as with she, which I mean, yeah. Deanna was talking about, you know, you don't like make a, a, a law out of it, but you mentioned it as a possibility that people would progress. No, no, no. I did well, I misunderstand Yes, you misunderstand this. First of all, light and shadow is duality in a sense. Liberation isn't uh, realized through requirements. Yeah, yeah I, just I'm just going to share what I think. Sure. You shared what you th you feel. I'm going to share it. It's not a debate. I'm, I'm just going to share it. And there's no non-duality isn't going anywhere. Right. Non-duality is here. all here, all encompassing. Appearances are occurring, which are obviously are of non-duality, but not as they appear. Yeah. The relevance given to this all this stuff is a body-oriented uh, relevance. Can be necessary. Doesn't have to be necessary. It's not based on the body. It's based on mind. If mind wants to dream itself out of the body, through the body, great. Yeah. But mind has no requirement set that certain things have to be done but something that's already there, already is to become. Yes, this is, I'm not a believer. In that's all, I'm yeah. just saying, it's not personal. But here we are, I'm gonna combat stuff because I don't believe it. Yeah, it's not I meaning, yeah. I think yeah. how I misunderstood you was, you were talking to a specific person. Yeah, when I'm talking about people using non-duality, they're using a concept yeah. called non-duality. Yeah. They're not using non-duality. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Non-duality doesn't have any handles. Right. You can't use it. It doesn't have a trigger or a, a you know, an edge to sharpen to use or a fucking wrench or anything. It's just something. The head having an idea of non-duality can use that idea, which is of the head. It not, has nothing to do with non-duality to try to get out of seeming responsibilities it feels are weighing it as an action figure. And it can use anything. It uses everything. It uses whatever it comes in contact with. Christianity, Buddhism, Judaism, anything. It just does it. Now, the effect it can produce is based on our interest in it. It's not based on its activity. Its activity is driven or given life by our interest and attention. And that interest and attention is going to it unknowingly based on the claiming of the head of everything that's going on and taking its image of us as us and then having us be lived by this narrative. Yeah. At that point, what it's claiming is being has a, having an effect because you are now taking yourself to be the doer when any doing goes on. And the power of it, which would be minimal if it was this moment doing occurred and this moment doer occurred, it would be easy to bypass that, yes, or just step over it. But this moment doing occurring, and then the head claiming this as the doer, it says it's a historical doer. Right. So it uses weight of time 
that has been amassed from how many years you've been alive. And when you see you're the think you the doer of this now, you feel like you've been the doer of a lot of shit for a long time. You see, and then it uses that and it it starts being concerned and starts living a forecast of the future as the doer, thinker, feeler, the taster, toucher that's coming from the past. Yeah. So your concerns are actually driven by a past put into a future. Yes. Yet when when shit hits the fan right now, those concerns have no effect. If something terrible happened to you, you're completely awake right now. Had it many times. When you're afraid, if this ever happens, I'm so afraid. So when it actually happens, there's no fear there. No fear. You get into a car accident, it's like fucking a pause. You're waiting, time slows down. You're waiting for your car to hit the guardrail to see how bad it was. And you could be like twiddling your thumbs. It's going so slow. You're going like this and it's just, and there's no, all the worry about it had not, did not capture what was going to happen because you're fucking awake like this. Yeah. And then bamo, it hits. And then the head comes out and then, oh, I got to do this and do that. Yeah, exactly. So, and I love bypass. I wish, man, if I, if I would bypass completely all the time, I would, I would just go around the whole board and go, you know, go right to the beginning. I'm not a believer in, uh, this missed, I feel, a weird connotation given to bypass. I mean, the whole point is the bypass time and space. Yeah. How are you going to bypass this is being when uh, you think recognizing a being is bypassing it and it can only be through doing that I'm going to arrive at the recognizing of being? Yeah. So I've got to drive in the slow lane to get to the fast lane. Why not realize you're in the fast lane? Yeah, so that's it about that. So yeah, it's not, I don't wanna have, we can have the debate at the cafe, but I don't have, I don't have that uh, non-duality completely negates the battle between light and dark. The battle between light, light and dark, so maybe. There's been a shadow. No, I don't believe there's a shadow. There can be an appearance of a shadow as long as this is appearing. They are both appearances. So we were that there was no shadow play there. there no, no, I was completely in the dark. There was no fucking shadow play. I was immersed in uh, bottom. Yeah, there was no me in the shadow. It was addiction, raw addiction. Okay, so it's just vernacular. I mean, that's, I'm using the word shadow, but you're calling it addiction. But, but you're saying, no, what happened, what I'm talking about, the requirements you were putting up for you to be liberated, you have to go and make terms with these shadows, didn't you say? Experiential. Uh, you said you had a, these things have to be dealt with. No? My in my experience. Oh, all right. Well, that's two, at least two shoes, more shoes. But the first shoe to drop was the disidentification with the me. But that wasn't liberation. That was that. There was a freedom, but that wasn't liberation. Yeah. It was. It was. There was still had to be 
uh, there was still a sense of like the psychological me sort of exposing the inner sort of so you want to be liberated experience. you want to be liberated from the psychological you i felt like there was a healing sort mm, of that's different liberated and healing are different all right yeah. then if you feel you need to heal then you go about looking for that heal but the liberation isn't based on that healing the liberation is from that healing it's not based on that healing happening it's lip the liberation is based on liberating from that feeling that i have to be whatever this is the liberation we're speaking about. Yeah. The liberation is before the need to get liberated. It's liberated from all this. It's a one size fits all uh, revelation. Oh, uh, uh, I do. Because, well, yes, I completely do. Well, because this is before things, before sizes and degrees. It's before, it's a loss of interest in sizes and degrees closeness, farness, casting big shadow, casting small shadow. It's a loss of interest of the fulcrum of all that activity, which is self, this idea. Like loving the action figure, loving the manifestation, it's a celebration of- Are you gonna come to the cafe after? <laughs> Are you? loving but who's loving it's, just loving discuss yeah it, it's 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 a little harder to discuss in this particular forum okay. but, no know, i think this is beautiful i think it is beautiful because it just got to the point the point is yes idea of liberation and freedom no it's that's not the idea we're speaking of no that may be a quality but that's not what the target is the target is what you were speaking of well that the relief from the need to be liberated and the need to be patient or whatever to wait to be free it's the freedom from that that's what we're that's the message the message isn't about putting something off until certain things are done because the only thing that's holding that up is what you're not. Yes. You don't have to change what was the theater that was playing horror movies doesn't have to go into a giant paint job and curtains and new vinyls if it's going to show romantic comedy movies. It doesn't. It's the same screen, empty, empty. Yeah, if you want to change the thing, it doesn't matter. Black curtains, red curtains, rom you know, romantic comedies or horror. Yeah. For me to from for me to switch from horror to romantic comedies, I don't have to do anything. This is before it. It's just beautiful. You lose interest. Just lose interest. That's all. That's all. Yeah. You're and so right, Paul. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's so tasty. It's the one taste. It's mm. and the one taste it isn't earned, no. nor is it developed. You it don't is. Buy it. You don't fine tune it. It's dog shit away. It's not transactional. It's it's not intended. No, no, I love I love this because no, you you it works for me because it lets me riff on what I really see as non-duality and how other people see something differently. And if I would go to their meetings, I would hear their view of something. 
And if you come to this meeting, you're going to hear this view of something. Yeah. And sometimes when people share their views, I I'm, I have a I'm very contrary to it because I don't see. I just don't see it. That's all. Humbly, it's not personal. It's yeah. use. It comes through, and then it's perfect because it's exactly uh, what it's not like for me. Exactly for what it's not like for me. What it's not. It's. So what released you from the addiction? I guess what what was it? I don't know. Something grace. Right. I have to talk to. Her. What allowed me to stay sober was a way of life. Yeah, and in that way of life, you come to uh, see your role in things, maybe the shadow role and the other role. Hold on, hold on. And then you see, for me, it was seeing uh, something else's role, which was that which was appearing as the shadow and was appearing as the real. Yes, and I see neither of them. I see both of them as shadows. How can you disidentify from the addictions when you made, when that shoe of like, oh, I'm not. That it helped greatly. Okay. I didn't disidentify at this as the addiction. The addiction, the the power of the addiction was muted to a point where I could come up and get some breath of air. I wasn't drowning all day. The radioactive isotope of addiction got removed. No human power could do it. Me included. Something did it. Now that wasn't going to be enough. So that night. Life brought me through consequences to my first AA meeting, and I've been sober for 35 years now. So it was a beautiful gift. The long-term gift and the immediate gift was in the same package. It got the immediate whack, and then was introduced to the long-term gift of how that immediate whack could extend here in the action figure world, which led me to realize I was seeking relief from the action figure world as an action figure when the relief was from the action figure. And I was relieved from the action figure, not the pursuit of getting relief for the action figure. I went through that with spirituality. This is the crux of what you're talking about. I mean, this is. Yes, exactly. It's kind of the only thing you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Over and over again, every year, every second, every meeting. And so when, when people when people bring it up, that's and it's contrary to that. But no matter what people say, you're always coming back to this. Like there's most definitely, most definitely. And you know, there's other people maybe saying something else, but I'm not going to their meetings. You know, I've heard it all, and this is for me it. It was obviously it, and it told me that if. Uh, my little seed, seed assignment was to point out this mental activity because the the value is to know what you're not. That's where the knowledge is. Not No, it's not disidentifying because that means you were identifying. That's duality. Identifying and disidentifying are the same cloth. We're not talking about that. That's what I'm saying. It's not recognizing you are identified and then try to be disidentified that self oh so you just found yourself disidentified it just drops. all right 
And but that didn't mean ultimate, like all of a sudden all the addictions were just gone and vanished, and I was this being of bliss and light. I mean, it that also there was that there was a drop. It felt like that was the first shoe to drop. And then there was there was a, a process that happened spontaneously of a process that happened spontaneously. Dissolving the psychological body and mind. Spontaneously? Oh, a process. Oh, you had. Well, this is how it went with you. Yeah. In this topic, to get this point across, I disputed. That's all. Yeah. I just see. But I never said required. See, this is what if if there was an identification as someone who is spiritual, then there would be a there would be an identification that I could be bypassing. Yeah. If you've lost interest in the identity of the one bypassing or not, yeah, to me, that's the greatest bypass. You bypass the duality of identity, disidentifying, bypassing, not bypassing. You bypass all that before it, yeah, because what makes the importance of these two things is a singularity of individuality there, the sense of individuality makes it important. Am I bypassing? Am I not? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? Yes. But if you get relief from that, the relief from there, it shows as a lack of fucking interest in it all. Yeah. 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 So like if I went to a spiritual tailor and I, all right, I want to get a suit for my sh shadow, Take the measurements, nine feet, 12, da, 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 da. Yeah? But I don't give a shit. And I feel that's the relief. The relief isn't that the shadow, because I think as an object, you're always going to cast the shadow. This is duality. Yeah? If there's an object, it's going to cast the shadow. It is. Now, I would combine both of them as what I'm relieved of. Not one that I is the one that gets relieved from the shadow, but relief from both aspects, light and shadow. Yeah. And what does that relief look like? I have no interest in it. Yeah. And I would have been, you know, it's just, but I love when people come and share because then it allows me to really emphasize what it means to me. Yeah. What I, to me, what it means. Well, you're coming here to see me. Eh? Yes. That's the point. Yeah. If I was sitting at a bar, I wouldn't be saying shit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not going to walk up to someone. Let me tell you, I don't do that. But here we set up a situation. If you show up here, I figure you want to hear satsang. You're not right. It's not about being right. Oh, I don't care about right or wrong. It feels, it feels definitely an energy of like, Oh, we've had this before. No, that's how you interpret the energy. What I'm defending is the message, not the messenger. I could care less. When people say certain stuff that I don't believe is anywhere near non-duality, I'm going to say something if I'm in the venue where I'm in. Yeah. Just like if I have a friend and then I'm also his sponsor in AA, I'm going to say more to him because I'm a sponsor. That's a responsibility. If I'm just a friend, a lot of shit I let do. And we hang out there. But he's asked me to be of help to him. So then I'm going to point out shit to them. So here, you come here to satsang. I'm going to point out what's brought up to, to uh, get across a point. 
Yeah, it's not personal. I don't care. You're putting the label of non-duality and you have to be careful. Like, this is non-duality. My take on it, this is non-duality. No, it isn't. You can't have any non-duality. This is duality. That's what we're sharing about. You can't have a take on non-duality. That's the whole freaking point. That's what I'm hearing. I know, but it's not. Does everyone hear that? No. All right. So if we're in a democracy, there, you know. But feels very much to me, like. All right. Yeah. Everyone. Does everyone? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyone? You took a vote without me. No, you can vote. Yeah. She wants to know that I'm. I'm trying to be right about non-duality or something, right? Was that it? Oh, such bullshit. All right, there you go. All right, but anyone else? No, 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 no. This is beautiful. Raise your hands if you agree. Oh, Lord have mercy. With what she said. Yeah, we're playing. Like you said, it's all playful. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. This is God, this is God playing. Yes. All right. Well, do you want to vote? Yes. All right. Oh, no Lord one, you raised your hand. Yeah. Okay, I'll raise my hand too. All right. Oh, so you're the block over there. Oh, the sheep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm so happy you're here. I am. I am happy you're here. This brings you back to my old Zen days. Lucky I don't have a sword. <laughs> First, I cut my head off, and your head would go for sure, definitely. But first, I cut my head off, and then I take yours. I'm not right or wrong. I don't care. This is the message here. And yes, here, when I hear something that I do not agree with in this thing, and it's being held as non duality, and that's not my sense of non-duality, I'm going to say something, yes. Do you want to talk about first there is no matter? Well, yes, but that's the point. First yeah, yeah, no so matter. we've but done this all over. But I... No parables will help in this case. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have a one. There was an old Zen statement. Let me, let's end with a high note. note. <laughs> Just playing, we're playing here and enjoying ourselves. We're celebrating. All right. So this is celebration. We're just gonna go free fall. I think it's time for a loving gaze. Oh yeah. If you haven't seen the transmission, you haven't even started. You don't see the transmission? No. Okay. Oh, not today. Uh, I have other days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, that's uh, one. Of, we were surprised to see. I didn't know. I, I thought, yeah. You now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we're I, having a lot of fun here today. 15 minutes. It's yeah. Interesting. But I, I remember the kitchen discussion. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to see, huh? No. Well, good. Maybe we should end soon. Eh? I feel like I need a coffee. You, you, uh, you want to? It's a new person that. Hmm?
you have a new person that brought a, a question with them that's had it since the beginning right. of the meeting. So, all right, yeah, ask it. Yeah, hello, hello. Can you hear me, guys? Hello, Khalil. Yep, Khalil. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, thank you for having me. So. I've got a couple of questions, but uh, I'll, I'll start with this one since it relates to the topic that you were discussing. Yeah. So I hear this talk about this action figure. So if I'm not mistaken, it's like all activity is done by this action figure, including the second in itself, right? No, no. The action figure allows something to happen through it it's not doing anything it's a non-existent thing yeah so it's alive by or living by this i am and then there's doing and seeing and feeling and tasting and touching but it's not doing it on under its own accord yeah then why does it feel like it's me or is the is is that but just the, a thought? Head, the head uh produces a sense of individuality. Yeah, and then sense of individuality is you're the doer, thinker, feeler, and then it's pictured as a body. Yeah, so when you're thought about as a doer, thinker, feeler, uh, toucher, taster, you're, when you're remembered or sensed as that, you're pictured as a body, yes? In the mental yeah. activity. Yeah. So it's a mental activity that's using the body to verify something. I see. Yeah. So that, that actually brings me to the second question, which is about thought. Like what, 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 what is it exactly and what's the relationship with it? Because I'm sure I most people can relate to this. It's, I believe this, it's selfing. So something is implied that never could be so. Yeah? So selfing. It's mental activity. I use the word self because out of coming out of recovery, where in recovery we see that which has defeated us is this idea of self. Yeah? But really, the idea of self is presented through selfing. So a mental activity, just like we had it with Donna, in the beginning that she was uh, growing her hair or doing, just doing something with her hair. So it's a, just a nonchalant feeling, but it's got a, uh, an agenda, which is verifying that you're the doer of a lot of shit you had nothing to do with, yeah? So this, isn't, this is happening all the time. So the mental state is what's using the action figure to reinforce and uh, verify an idea it has, which is all the verbing implies there's a noun doing it. So if they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, there must be a seer, hearer, feeler, taster, toucher. Yes? So seeing yeah. triggers the idea of the seer. That's not a natural combination. They're seeing. And then the mental reaction is there's a seer. There's a big gap between the seeing and the idea of the seer. Yet, when the seer is presented, it feels like it was before the seeing, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. So it uses space and time like a little trick. And so you watch it. 
Yeah. Yeah, it feels like seeing happens just just happens naturally, yeah. and then there's some sort of cognition of that seeing, and that's where the action figures appears. Maybe that's the mental. That's the mental activity. It it's brought it's brought to contact through consciousness. Let's say. And then it claims the contact to present a noun verb story, which is duality. Yeah. So it presents the subject object story. And a lot of us are living out that story, unbeknownst to us that it's a story. Yeah. And uh, for many of us, it's not seemingly to be playful all the time and shit like that, because the story is, is, is like a, a fulcrum of a lot of meaning yeah and the meaning really forbids communication because it's a subjective experience i do not know what it's like in someone else's head uh and the volume of the thoughts in that head i don't because the i know that thoughts do not have volume it's the hearer of the thoughts that gives it the volume and i can't do it justice how much volume is going on for another person, I can just follow what they say, and through what they say, I get a sense of where where they seem to be. I have no problem knowing where they are, but the problem is recognizing where they seem to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank you, Paul. Yeah. So there's selfing. It's a mental activity. It re reacts to any verb as a noun, and then, then it puts itself before the verbs. And obviously, for that to be followed, it has to have a narrative, because it's not true, first of all. And so the narrative is that you're doing a lot of stuff or not doing a lot of stuff, yeah? And that the noun is the primary point and not the verbing, where actually, all there is is verbing, and the noun is like an add-on, a mental add-on. Yeah. The body does not think it's Paul. If Steve's eye was put into Paul's body, Paul probably wouldn't, there would be no argument because the eye of Steve would facilitate seeing. Now, it could be seen as foreign, and then there would be a struggle, but it wouldn't be seen as Steve. And it wouldn't be seen from Paul, yeah? So the idea of Paul is a fixation. And to me, when we're talking about addiction, that's the primary addiction. The right. mental state is addicted to this idea of being a noun, yeah? And <clears throat> there's a lot of costs available. Yeah. But the cherishing of self keeps us thinking it's a good deal and basically out of ignorance. We don't know any better. Yeah. We believe, you know, when I was about three or four, I didn't know I was a doer at that time. And I was running around. I had it was a very profound moment, really, in, in this little life. I was running with the neighbor, this Nichols kid, both nude, you know, three years old, three and a half around the houses. There was an alley of grass between our two houses. And we were running around having a great time. And then my mother stuck her head out of the kitchen window and yelled at me. And she looked like she was mad. And I took most of my direction from my mother, really. 
and it looked like I was bad. And then I could see my head finally had an object to look at, which was Paul. And then I started to feel uncomfortable from that point on, from about four on. And I usually had clothes on after that. You know, shit like that. So this occupation of the head doesn't have to stop for peace to be available unless you want to get peace for the head. Yeah, if, you, if you're looking at peace for the head, then the head has a lot of requirements to have peace. But if you see peace is before the head and not based on your accessing it because you are there, is not based on the head's condition, hallelujah. Yeah, because if I'm waiting for my head to be ready to enjoy peace, I may be waiting a long fucking time because I'll probably have a lot of ideas about what my head has to look like for it to enjoy peace. No thoughts or something like this. And to me, this delay tactic just goes on and on and on. I believe there's peace and there's discomfort. It's not peace or discomfort. You can have discomfort and be at peace with that. Yeah, so that's the point. Yeah. Anyone else? Adi? Wow, that's a nice name too. Adi. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for speaking about this. Uh, I can't hear you. Uh, can you put your volume up? Can you hear me now? Yes. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um, I, ju I just have a couple of observations that that I wanted to share, and you can correct me if if there is any uh, anything that you disagree with. In in the traditional uh, non-duality circles, uh, they talk of two two real two two realities: the the transactional one, and then the absolute one. The relative reality is. Uh, where in, in your probable words, uh, that that non-dual entity is having the self, multiple ones, uh, which we are uh, doing transactions with in our day-to-day -day life. And then there's this absolute reality which in which only that is the truth and everything else is not. From what, what you say, it appears that you're they're only talking about the absolute reality, correct? Uh, no, I'm hoping I'm not talking about the absolute and we're talking about the relative with the hopes that you'll get the intimacy of the absolute. But don't, aren't you calling the relative as illusion? Yes. Right. I'm hoping so, the absolute well, hears that. Yeah, the relative can never get to the absolute because the relative is illusion. Yeah, of course not. Yes, but you don't have to get to the absolute because the absolute's here. Yeah, it's the absolute that's helping. Yes, so the absolute can hear about the relative. Yeah, and 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 based on the conversation with the person uh, there that you yes. just had about doing something to get to somewhere. Um, so uh, do you agree that different 
different selves in the relative reality are at different points uh, to having this realization, you could say, about being an illusion themselves. And that, and of course, I mean, there's nothing that the, the self can do to get there. It happens to the self. Where it is like the absolute realizes that the self is an illusion and not the self that realizes it, right? Yes, exactly. And then that, and the different, the self different can't realize. Are, hmm? Yes, of course. Yeah. It's the absolute that, re that wakes up from the dream of self. Yes. Right. So, but, but that, that has to happen. I mean, that doesn't happen. Non-duality is so difficult of words. So, so well, please. it doesn't happen, period. It's always happening. So, but it doesn't happen. So, they, like Ramana said, uh, they talk about realization, but what's real, the realization is it's always realized. Mm -hmm. So, is there a realization? So, the moment that you had the realization followed where you thought you didn't have a realization, but when the realization is it's always realized, then Obviously, that's mute, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's it's it depends. If you are too much drowned in the illusion, then you don't necessarily see that, right? Yes, and that's why we're talking about that because if you keep hoping for that to see that, uh, you're going to be waiting a long time just to admit just to admit you're not that which can't see it. Yes, yeah. but it's not not just an intellectual knowing. Of course not, but it starts somewhere. So it's like in this case, you know, you get to the real digestion of it, but it has to go through some mail slot. You've got to hear about it or get whacked or something. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Thanks. No, I, I, well, just one more thing that I, I shared, I thought. Yeah. So I, I come from a non-duality tradition, and this one follows the traditional non-duality and we call it the qualified non-duality where where we say that the non-dual entity is qualified by the self and the matter basically so mm -hmm. it's the self and the matter don't have an independent independent existence but rather the non-dual entity appears as these two so it is qualified by these two which makes it easier to then talk about these things and the terminologies and everything. What we do here is more, if there's any direction, is a negation of what we're not. Yes? Not by what you're not, obviously, like we just said. By seeing it from what you call the absolute, or let's say being, or big M mind, you see something that used to be taken to a point where it brought up an image of you, you see that as not you. Yes, you're aware of it. Yeah? I think, I think negating everything and then coming to that point where you're not associating yourself with anything and being in that unknowing, from that, that point on, there's still a little bit of uh, jump to what you are. Well, it doesn't matter. That would be done by grace. Right, exactly. So yeah. there you go. You, you, could, you could negate. The negation can happen 
or, or, or be done by the self. But the understanding of what you are after you negate everything is not something that the self can do itself. Yeah, see, but the negate, the self isn't negating. The self In is the self. negated. So the self isn't that which is negating. That would be neti neti, and you're still there. After you say not this, not this, not this, and then it, but this, yeah. No, this is a negation, not as an activity, but as a record, as seeing from awareness. Let's say, yeah. So yeah, that's the that's, that's the final step, right? Yes. So the awareness is seeing the activity that implies something that you're not. Yes. But initially, when you you have a very strong strong connection with the body and you see yourself as the body, which is much more common in the Western traditions to take yourself as a body and having a soul, uh, there needs some work. Like the first step would be to know that you're not the body, right? And then the step would be that whatever you are that is not the body is an illusion that the absolute is having. Right? I would just see what you're not. And then if it wants to add stairs, it will. If it doesn't, you may be on the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I see it. No, no, no. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying this is how we go about it. We just point out what we're not. And I have great faith that that's more than enough. And then things, oh, yes, things get revealed and uh, you reach, you realize there's nowhere to go. And if you get picked up from there, it's grace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, in our traditions, we talk about this inescapable grace. Yeah. <laughs> where, where like everybody has to come to this point at one point or the other because of grace. Yeah, great. How about now? <laughs> It's going to be now, no matter when. So how about yeah. now? Yeah. yeah unfortunately, yeah. not possible for everybody. <laughs> uh, but we can dream, can't we? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's possible and not possible? Agreed. Yeah. So you lose, uh, let's say interest could be equated as value, right? So you lose interest or value in that which was valued a lot. Let's say understanding, uh, intelligence, uh, good moral background, all this or that. There's just a loss of interest in the value or meaning to those things. And then the meaning gets dispersed uh, where value is seen in everything. Yeah. So... I think the greatest successes for most of us are what would be deemed as the greatest failures from the head's point of view. Yeah, because if you want to get to somewhere and you can't get there and you fail, that's a bummer with that thing that thought it could get there. But what happens if that failure is seen as not you? It's a great hallelujah because it tells you something different. Maybe you can't get there because you've never left. Yeah. 
So maybe you are trying to arrive at where you already are. And obviously, as you're speaking and as I'm answering, I know there's not going to be any you there where you already are. Yes? But this is yeah. what happens. Yeah, this is what happens. So this is how it this is how the dominoes fell for me. And that's why uh, uh, that's why I share it. Here I'm going to speak if I disagree and stuff, because I have, uh, it's not non-duality, it's, I'm selling cod. And I know, you know, cod doesn't have eight fins and cod doesn't have this, and I'm just selling cod, you know? Cod's a fish, I hope to get across. And whatever you're gonna do with the fish is up to you, but I'm not, you know, yeah, I have to be true uh, to how I see it, especially if I'm in a position of sharing it. If I was sitting around with people, I wouldn't be doing anything. They could have their opinion and their experience, but this this uh, is valuable to me. It is. And I feel if it's coming from me and someone says they know what's coming from me, I want to be clear um, and put out what's coming for me. Yeah, and maybe it's not uh, close to what other people are saying or whatever. Maybe there is, I don't know. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's just like if I was, just like when you had the phone on, I'm not gonna have people looking at their phone doing satsang, yeah? Or sometimes I'd go to a place and people were eating dinner. I said, you gotta stop eating dinner, yeah? This isn't like a dinner lounge show where you're going to have a little satsang. Just fucking honor the, the event. A little. Yeah. So same thing in AA. When people, they go on the phone, they're not paying any attention to me. Then they share for like 15 minutes to grab the whole, everyone. And then they get all, they stop sharing. They're on the phone again. And so I will say something to that person after the meeting. I go, listen, bro. Why not honor the tradition of this meeting? Pay attention to what's going on here. It's only for an hour. Yeah, this is what I do, you know, do I want to be right? This is something larger than me. This is like, I won't say anything, but if somebody did something towards AA, I'd say fucking something because AA saved my life as an action figure. And non-duality is in a supreme position in this life. And so when someone comes and starts saying stuff, and they thinking I'm wanting to be right. No, what's speaking, and it may be strong, but it's not, this is not a personal wind to a personal wind. It's, it's my sense of this message. And we fool around a lot, but when it comes down to it, I honor it with a large amount of respect. And uh, yeah, I've had too many people tell me what I say. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what I'm saying here because this is the venue. Yeah, yes. So, and I'm speaking what we call non-duality. You cannot describe non-duality. You cannot experience non-duality. You cannot understand non-duality. You can understand duality. You can understand finiteness because we're in it. We can understand this shit, but you can't understand being because 
we're not taking ourselves to be, be a being. Even though this is a being, we're taking ourselves to be a doer, a thinker, a feeler, a taster, a toucher. Yeah? The verbing has no importance to it. It's the noun. Yeah? And to me, life is a verb. And... Uh, and duality is the, is the loss of interest in light and dark. Dual, you know, this is the message. You lose interest and maybe that interest will enrich your day instead of enslave it to something else you know so uh, I'd like to be right about the Yankees and, shit, and my my uh, taste in clothes but I would say it's more righteous than right because non-duality what it implies has great meaning in this life I've uh, been dancing with it for many, many years, and I just try to tell you how it comes through me by dancing with it. If it's not the way it goes through you, but there is some terminology that has to be uh, clearly understood as about non-duality, which is being ourselves reality, being ourselves reality, not doing or thinking, but being ourselves reality. The greatest mystery is reality, wanting to attain reality. This to me is the essence of the message of non-duality. It's the essence of it, literally. Yeah, so how is that going on? Yeah, we can understand that, we can describe it. And if that which can be described is described and heard by the indescribable, it goes somewhere. If it's described to the described, it may die. It may get neutered. Yeah, it may get used for other ends. Yes, but when it's when what we are hears it, man, it's power there. Yeah, and the power doesn't look like I win the battle, I cast out the demons. It's a loss of interest in all that. You're just disarmed, and. Um, <laughs> And it's funny, yeah, because today I was armed, yeah, and uh, usually, and and for this, it's all it's cool, but usually I'm disarmed, yeah, and uh, either way, it doesn't matter. So yes, I hope this gets through. I hope when, uh, yeah, I just hope you get through. Yeah. It's nice that you hope it gets through. I do. No. I mean, this is the you know. A lot of times when you reach through communication, you don't come back with the fruit, yeah? But it's just the urge to communicate, I hope, to what you are about what you're not. Yes. Yes. All right. Anyone else? So we're going to say goodbye. I'm going to... Who? David? David Strudwick? Yes. All right, David, yeah, come on. But we got to go soon. Sorry, I'll make it quick, Paul. I haven't got a question. I, I can't hear you. Can't hear you. Don't worry about it. I can't hear you. Can you unmute, David?
Oh, all right. Well, listen, we're going to start saying goodbye when he comes on. We'll we'll uh, we'll take the question. All right, Mike. Thank you. Jacob, as always, nice to see you up there. Sanjay, uh, Julie's Julie's on vocals. Martin, <laughs> nice. It's good one. Colin Coyle, nice to see you, Colin. Two. Yeah. John K, as always. Sherry, thanks for saying hello earlier on, Sherry. We can get back to you. Pamela, nice to see you. Have I met you, Pamela, before? I can't hear you. Andre, Vlad, Pamela. No, we haven't. We haven't met. It's so good to, oh, to nice see to you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Andre, Vlad. Oh, Vlad, you're going to be here soon. Vlad's coming over here in yeah. 10 days. Yeah, there's some uh, big admirers of Vlad here. I mean, Hello. Who's that? There he is. All right. We got Mika. Nice to see you, Mika. Rick Rowe, I got your message. I'll respond. I just remembered you sent me something yesterday. All right? Yeah. David Bitterman, thanks. Two. Two. Steve, San Diego, Rico Cruz, Chris B, Holly, Donna, always a pleasure. Nice to, nice to have you drop in, honey. Good to see you, Paul. Yeah. Ohm. Yeah. Uh, Alan, nice to see you, Alan. Get some others. Roman Mueller, Adrian, nice to see you, Adrian. Zoe, oh, Zoe in Japan. Yeah, Zoe, yes, you know Zoe. Zoe, 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 Zoe. Do you see him? Hey, Zoe, nice to see you. Fantastic. Thanks for dropping in. Bill Churchman. Pleasure, Bill. Sanjay. Kathleen. Nice there. Thanks, Paul. Oh, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. Jeremy D. Dennis. Kathy in Cleveland. Esther down near Philadelphia. Thanks, Steve. Anu in India. Wow. She's not there, though. She's just listening to this. Rye. Paula. Khalil. Thank you, Khalil, for uh, taking that walk with us. Yes? Thank you, Paul. Thanks. You're welcome. Christine, Rob, from Jeremy D. to everyone. Thank you. That's uh, Jeremy. Rob, Fletch. I see, see Fletch. Hannah. <clears throat> Have we met before, Hannah? No, I've seen a lot of your YouTube videos, but this is my first time coming to a meeting. Thank you. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Christine Y. Eric Platt. Nice to see you. William H. Uh, oh, Chell, you're still here. That's good. <laughs> nice. Susan. Dennis. Uh, Zoe again. Hey, 
Great to see you, Zoe. If I missed you, I apologize. Thank you. Have a good day. Send this slap the event page. We will be in Temecula January 20th. It should be up there by now, two o'clock Saturday. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Alan Olson, Holly, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>